<laughs> all right, all right. We got to play that at least three times every time. Yeah. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Comedians and Wrestling Podcast. The podcast where comedians dissect comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon right. Don, a.k.a. Donnie. I, I gave myself a new Donnie last week, but I don't remember oh, what it was. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donnie uh, Booster? <laughs> Donnie Booster. I think that was what it was. Donnie Booster. Yeah. Everybody knows I've been sick <laughs> out the ass. Getting way better. I'm feeling a lot better. Wow, what flavor is that? This is a aha sparkling water acai raspberry berry. Raspberry, not raspberry berry. Anyway. Duh. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I got something weird. But anyway, what's up, everybody? Lots to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. Lots to talk about outside of the world of professional wrestling. I'm here with Nick Tulo at Tiptoe with That's Tulo. Me. The That's tiptoe me. man, Tulo. How are you, buddy? I'm the tiptoe man. Good. Um, I just got finished watching episode one of So Help Me Tot. And guess what? Of Star Wars. I thought you were going to say <laughs> episode one of Star Wars. That is what uh, I thought you were going to say. Uh, yeah. So Help Me Tot, Skylar Aston. Wow. Check out Skylar uh, Aston. Big, big star of stage, screen, and yeah, mama's dreams, baby. Check him out on So Help Me Todd mm -hmm. now uh, every Thursday. Uh, yeah, on prime C time C spot. On CBS, Great time it for out. it to be on. There's no wrestling on. You know, make that your Thursday night wrestling. An hour, you know, it's like yeah, well, Thursday night Todd. CBS yeah, we'll call like, TNT hey, Thursday night Todd. Right? He called up Scott. This is I don't think Skyler will be upset if I said this, but Donnie CBS, the head of CBS. <laughs> called up Skyler and he was like, yo, Sky Sky. What's Sky, up, Sky. My, my dude? And he was like, mm -hmm. hey, quick question. Is SmackDown still on a Thursday night? And then he was like, then Skyler was like, no, of course not. No, no, no. It's, it's on Friday nights on Fox. Sky Sky. And then he was like, oh, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then he was like, is Thursday Night Thunder still on? Um, uh, Scott was like, no, that show hasn't existed in like 20 years. And he's like, all right, great. Cause you know what exists on Thursday? So he'll be Todd on CBS. Yeah. Hey, and well, um, Thursday night Todd's. Yeah. 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 Hey, while we're plugging things, first thing we plug is, uh, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Yeah. Um, check us out. Get access to our bonus episode. We have, uh, the, uh, house of the American dragon where we discuss game of Thrones. The new Game yeah. of Thrones. And we have to Daniel do a Ryan new one. For 10 seconds. Well, we got to do a new one. Talk about the, the... We'll do a new one. We'll do one. We'll record yeah. the one like this weekend or something. We'll put one out. I think Sunday Sunday I can probably do it. And then let's give a... <coughs> oh, I had to cough. Can I say one more thing oh. about Skylar Aston? Yeah, of course. Uh, have we talked about how he is EO Skylar Aston? <laughs> no, I mean, we have like, not. Have we not? I mean, that just literally came to my head. I mean, EO Skyler Aston. EO Skyler Aston. <laughs> uh, he is the uh, the Empress. Now you say of, what's up. Uh, he's the Empress of Thursdays. Uh, the Empress of Thursdays. 
The Empress of the Sky, Lerast. Are you watching? So help me, Todd. Ding dong. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you don't, then I'm going to fight you in the fight pit. Yeah. All right. Let's give another shout out on the show to a friend. A friend of the pod, but huh? never been on the pod, but a, a friend of mine, a dude I've watched wrestling with for literally years um, in, a, in, in, a, in a well-deserved, awesome spot, Rob Fee. Yes. I've been seeing the dude who got hired as the, the title is WB, the head of WB long-term creative. I mean, uh, director. Director like, of long-term creative. It, Rob Fee. I don't know. Guy, dude, the dude's fucking talented guy. I've talked wrestling with him many yep. times. The guy knows mm -hmm. his shit. Uh, and we're talking about this new regime of, you know, the Triple H takeover. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And hiring a guy uh, like that. You know what I mean? That's a great, that's a great, uh, that's a great move by them. So I'm excited to see what Rob does. And uh, yeah, that's like a dream job. I mean, like to get that title, like that's what I like fantasize about. Like, I think honestly, I would be like, hey, Rob, you need an intern because uh, I will work for free. <laughs> like what a fucking awesome position to be in or department to be in. Long term creative. Yes. Thank yeah, you. We'll, we'll, we'll see what that means. You know, I mean, the interesting thing to to, to think about coming from that is for me. Wasn't like Bray Wyatt at his off, wedding? Uh, the Avengers in the background there. It's just distracting me. I'm watching Age of Urzatron over there. Now, the Age of Urzatron. Now, look. Like. But here's what I get skeptical about WB. Is like if WB is looking to hire a guy who's great, like Rob P. You have to take my word for it, to be the uh, director of long-term creative, right? That, uh -huh. That's that's fucking awesome. Assuming that he gets to actually work on long-term creative, right? By by worry with WB is they just have these like titles. No, you know what I mean, there's they just gotta no. have these titles that don't mean anything. You know what I mean? But boy, oh boy, bringing in someone who's actually smart, who's a writer to work on actually long-term storytelling, which is what makes wrestling so fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that's a great idea. Didn't feel like they had that kind of, uh, you know, a, a, a role like that from, from uh, before. They would just kind of stumble into long-term storytelling, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, Which, by the way, not to knock WWE for that totally, because wrestling is like mm -hmm. not like, it's like any other TV show where... Uh, you know, you have to factor in injuries and stuff. It's kind of, you know, sometimes you got to roll with what you got in the moment because these talents don't last. They get injured and, you know, you have a, there's a lot of human capital. It's live television. So it's right. tough. It's, it's very tough to be ambitious in that way. But with WB, with all the resources they have, uh, yeah. Now, it, this is reported, right, that he's kind of behind a lot of the you, – you say it, so I don't know because I was saying. Uh, what, the Bray Wyatt stuff? Is that is any of that confirmed? I, that's what I heard. And then I well, wasn't Bray Wyatt at his wedding? Is that am I thinking of somebody else? But I feel like Bray Wyatt was at his wedding. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was at his wedding. That is confirmed. So well, well, well I you know I don't know who the hell knows what's kayfabe, what's shoot, blah blah blah. I don't know any of it. But all I know is that uh, you know, Extreme Rules is going to be very fun. Yeah. You know? So congrats you know. to Rob. That's very exciting. And also, I have another shout out. Interesting. What? I have another shout out. 
But you want to finish your point? You have something Do else it. to say? No, no. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I also, uh, well, here, here's the last point I'll make, and then we'll go to your shout out. Okay. Just in case that derails us too much. I like that Rob's an open mark, you know, and is openly saying, like, yo, this is a dream job for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's something that rubs me the wrong way about WWE when they kind of shun the mark, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You Because they hire the wrong marks. You know what I mean? Right. In the past. So it's like, I understand why they've been burned by just hiring, like, some internet idiot. But that's because WB in the past has done really weird shit. Like, they don't like that people, you know, they don't like if you have a manager. Like, if, you, if you're represented, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They like to hire people with, like, no experience. They do weird things like that that I think is kind of odd. So um, – if you can hire people who admit they have a passion for this business, just like the wrestlers do, because every wrestler I've ever spoken to, and by this point is so many wrestlers, like, you know, they're marks also. I mean, like, look at Cardona. Mm-hmm. Can you get markier than Cardona? He's like a WWE wrestler for 20 years, you know? Yeah. So I like I like that. Opening up the doors to the fans, I think, is, 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 uh, is important for wrestling, considering wrestling is wrestling. It's kind of its own niche thing in that way anyway what were you saying what was your shout out shout out to the writer of episode set wow episode set dan's on an inhaler now he's been so sick he's got he's has to be on an inhaler now (laughs) this is my Uh, covid inhaler by the way you sound great you sound way better now um thanks to the covid inhaler Episode seven writer of she-hulk attorney at law cody ziggler and oh my god have we not mentioned that uh, we have well this is his first episode that he wrote yeah and former producer of the show zig for the long-term listeners will know zig is now a writer right for marvel this. as well uh similar rob mm-hmm. is a Mar- he just marvel got uh he's well. just finished uh five i actually own all of them i'm proud to say uh cyber uh cyberpunk spider punk uh five episode run and then he just got uh he's going to be doing spider-man miles morales he's taking that over so uh, pretty fucking cool. There's a really awesome story about how when uh, Zig was uh, tasked with the role to write episode seven, he was trying to get a point across. I'm paraphrasing this, but he was trying to get a point across. And in order to do it, he pulled out a comic book out of his bag and it was like marked to what like the exact scene he was trying to describe and he like pointed it out and then they actually like recreated that scene in the episode. So uh, talk about being a mark for something and getting a job for it. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. So former producer of the pod, Cody Ziegler. Hell yeah. Love that. Great. Um, cool. Shout out to Iffy. He's in his boot phase. I saw now. So watch out. He's starting to wear boots. Oh yeah. Shut <laughs> Important stuff to note. All right. Uh, can we get into this podcast or what? Yeah, we can do it. It's enough mm-hmm. shouting out all of my successful friends. It's time for me to talk. Okay, yeah, too low. Yeah, huh? No, I love seeing everybody shine. It's beautiful. Truly beautiful thing. Um, especially in WB, which is just the land of jabronis. You know, so... Uh, their hiring tactics are odd, odd, odd. So to see them doing better work, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where do we want to go first, Tulo? Because I want—I to know where I want to start. Kind of know where I want to start. I want to talk to... about the scissoring thing. 
Okay. Hey, scissor me, man. Is this scissoring thing? I find it tremendously unfunny. Okay. Now, what did I miss? What did I miss here? Everyone's it, look. It's incredibly over, right? Yeah. The acclaimed are very over. To be honest, they're probably the most That's over the part of it's the entire show, right? Less funny, more over. Right. And that's how it works sometimes. Now, how did the scissor thing begin? Uh, I think they just like started using it in the in the entrance, the, you know, like and they would just do the hand gesture. And then it got more over when Billy Gunn was with them, because then that's how the catchphrase made it in an innuendo. Scissor me, daddy ass, like suck it, you know, scissor me, daddy ass. Boom. Yeah. So you could tell that obviously Billy Gunn. I mean, he literally abandoned his own kids for a tag team because he realized he could make a better stable out of these guys and he can recreate, which is funny because Raw, the new season of Raw is going to have DX on it. We're going to be celebrating DX on Sundays, on Monday. So it's very funny that we have National Scissoring Day on Dynamite and then with a member of DX and then we're celebrating DX on Monday. So, I mean, we're... It's yeah. uh yeah I mean I I listen it's fun the the guys they're highly talented individuals Bones looks great they're having a blast honestly it's one of the the bright spots in AEW right now uh I mean I don't know what that means for where they go I mean the tag division that's the only like the biggest bright spot in the tag division I would say and I don't know where they go after this it seems like Swerve's still involved instead of giving you cut out. Mike, you turn uh, your mic off. Turn yeah, my well, fucking uh, mic yeah, on. No, no, they're still. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Swerve's still involved, so they're still like doing the whole. They're doing the Swerve yeah. angle still, which I think is cool. I'm just like, I don't know. They were. It, it was like it was fine if you just mentioned the scissoring, but they leaned so far into the scissoring. But yeah, I guess they got the merch now too, so you can't. Yeah, you can't knock it, but. I don't know. My things. feeling with it was it's not what I want from AEW. That's kind of the feeling I had, which was honestly like the exciting. I want more. Was, more scissoring? I want, well, at least I want more wrestlers leaning into things like something that fans can identify with. You know what I'm saying? Why are you saying the fans like the scissor? Fans love the scissor. No, look, everybody's getting the catchphrases over. The crowd likes to know what to do when it when you tell them, like well, you come out. This is what you do when this wrestler's here, right? Like it's kind of the fun of it, you know. Well, yeah. So I dig that they have a gimmick that's over. Obviously, this stupid joke of like scissoring is just not, and like being, oh, it's a handshake. It's not that, but clearly they're like mm. making a joke about scissoring. Mm. You know what I mean? It's whatever, but I like that those dudes are so over. The weird thing about W about AEW is like, then FTR came out like during their segment, and then in my brain I just go like, oh, isn't FTR the champion? And they're like, no, 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 FTR is the ROH champion, you know, which is yeah. its own thing. So like that's just so odd there because they have so many fucking titles floating around. I mean, we say it every yeah. single week, you know. But my brain literally just goes like, wait, what? This time anyway, um. But, no, the stuff I popped for in AEW this week, though, I mean, I thought the promos, to to, to their credit, the acclaim, their promos were pretty solid. They both were yeah. pretty solid. 
they were pretty over. They they barely even needed fucking Billy Gunn. There, I would you know? I would even say Swerve came out looking great there too as like a, a certified heel. You know, I mean that's the second time he cut him off. He cut him. Uh, I'll use this to carry on to another point, but he cut him off. Uh, like when, uh, right before he did a rap one time, and that's when Mike Swerve really started to swerve into right. a heel role. Uh, and then he came out before they could do the fucking group scissor, um, which leans into my other point is that it's not just scissoring that's over, right? It's yeah. the rap. It's the catchphrase. Everybody loves the acclaim. They yeah. literally have a scissor move now, like yeah. where they hold the legs up. So like talk about like doing all the right things. Gimmick They're doing all the right things. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of gimmick tree. And, and you know what? It's There's a lot the of that opposite of cool guy alley shit. So yeah, I, I can't be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? For wrestlers mm-hmm. getting shit over. You know what I mean? So that's it. It's just not my flavor, you know, but they did have some shit. I like, like, first off, obviously one half of the, the tag team is a uh, 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 gay man. Right. So that's pretty, you know, that like uh, uh, the, the way they factor that in is not very like. I don't know what else to say. It's not very like cheesy or like, you know, like when they're like, oh, we wear pink, you know, everybody looks great in pink. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they had some stuff that was kind of like, we're like all inclusive. And I thought that it, 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 that stuff was pretty nicely woven in. I like this stuff about, uh, uh, well, you know, it, you his, know, his dad winning the, the, uh, the NFL yeah. championship yes. in DC, you I know, you know, cool. uh, Anthony Bones is, is gay, right? Yeah, too low. I just said it. Okay. You were looking at your phone. Oh, I just sorry, said, I got a work like email. One half of the tag team is gay, and I like how they were factoring that in, where they're like, "We don't want." Well, uh, and I believe Caster is bisexual. Us. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Caster is bisexual as well, too. Well, <laughs> well, whatever. They're clearly uh, and more progressive. <laughs> they're more progressive DX with an old, with an old '90s lesbian joke. <laughs> tied into them but that all being said they look great they're clearly over they're clearly mm-hmm. treating it like they're on tv the podium was nice nice and what i did when what you're saying when swerve interrupted what i liked about swerve interrupting was that you're right what he said was exactly what i was thinking where he was kind of like what the fuck what the fuck are you guys talking about you know yeah uh, with the mm-hmm. scissor like he was like this is dumb so i kind of dug that so yeah yeah, I'm into it. It's it's like I said, it's a it's a bright spot for me. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's a great way to get the crowd involved. Uh, what I could tell you is not a bright spot for me is. Yeah. I mean, this is ring. This is now Ring of Honor. <laughs> I mean, well, it's show, like I mean, it kicked it's off wild. the show with the Ring of Honor, I think. Right. It kicked off the show and it main evented the show. Also, we did not even talk about Sammy Guevara as well. Uh, let Sammy me tell you Guevara something. and Andrade, what they fight backstage? Yeah, Just, where, like, no where Andrade literally, it's crazy. And then Andrade got sent home and Sammy stays in the main event. It's just, it's, listen, I said it, uh, I texted you this and then I, I tweeted yeah. about it yesterday too, but uh, I went to go look at the rankings because so I was like, why would Willow get that win and go for the TBS championship? So I was like, who the hell is the number one woman, ranked women's wrestler? So I go to the rankings. They haven't updated since August 31st. And they haven't been re-updated since the fucking bash at uh, All Out, uh, the brawl at All Out. Brawl Out, they call it now. Uh, 
where after that, Tony has just abandoned the rankings and he's not using rankings anymore for the simple fact that that's why what we were talking about last week is like, you're like the show needs structure. You're like, I like the rankings because you could be like, oh, this guy's fighting this guy. Nah, that's just gone now. He just has completely abandoned it right now. And that's why we're feeling, and I feel like a lot of fans, not a lot, but a, a lot, like the Ring of Honor stuff is getting so much in the way where now it's like, it's, it, you know, there it's, he's just pretty much booking whatever he thinks is going to get the best ratings, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it, um, sure, there's some storytelling. <laughs> Was Wardlow and, and, uh, so Cage. Wardlow, <laughs> that's another high spot for me. Wardlow, mm-hmm. Brian Cage. Like when that match was starting, I go, okay, yeah, this is the kind of shit I want to, I want to see this shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, you want to see it, but you, you know, like that. As cool as those spots are, beating Brian Cage, who is also promoted as a, he's in Ring of Honor. I mean, that's another thing, right? <laughs> that was the first thought I had when he walked out of the ramp. I go, he, wait, so they resigned him to be in ROH, right? I don't know, but like the whole pa- promo package was about them being in Ring of Honor, right? So it's like, man, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I really, are we building towards like Ring of Honor versus AEW? Like, or, you know, where's Claudio now? He just loses the Ring of Honor championship and he just fades into existence. It's literally, you could see it happening is that he, Tony is putting together cards that he thinks will best get people to tune in and watch professional wrestling. Like you can't look me in my eyes and explain to me Wait, why so the TBS not doing that though. What, what, what makes you think he's not doing that? You mean because he's not following the rankings anymore? Yeah. So yeah, he's so just... you're saying you're accusing him of putting on a, a TV show where that gets the max ratings possible. I mean, that's no one's going to argue with you. No, I'm not saying that, yeah. but like it's, 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 there's no structure now. The only yeah. structure, the pillars that were there are is gone now, right? So you can so I, that's what we we were trying to figure out la- what I'm trying to explain is what we were trying to figure out last week is like I felt off about it and you were like I need more structure and the rankings. But then I was like, yeah, but it doesn't feel like I I just started realizing I was like oh, I see nothing feel there's no rate there's people are just getting matches. It's all a lot of it's like, oh, who's next up in line? Then you have a uh, a battle royale where a hangman wins right before that there's a chip involved like you know it's just like oh my god it's just like I, and then all the ring of honor stuff i had a tough time watching that show as a whole because i was just like the main event is is built around roh storylines it's gonna be daniel bryan versus jericho for the ring of honor championship and then it's gonna probably be sammy guevara versus daniel garcia right like I mean, right. he got the pin on Daniel Garcia. So it's like when the all elite are away, Tony will play. That's that's basically what it comes down to. And next week's in Canada. If if fucking Kenny Omega is not there in Toronto, in his in Canada, <coughs> uh, I I mean, come on. Well, come Kenny, on. Well, Kenny is suspended, bro. <laughs> Kenny is point. suspended, bro. <laughs> Uh, but it's crazy because like every time Hangman shows up, I'm like, oh, I forget. Oh, he wasn't suspended, you know. You know, it is definitely, you know. Look, I I like. What are you doing? 
get the ball. You can get the ball. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to WWE for a second. We can come back to AEW, you know. Because we got – this is the go-home for Extreme Rules. I mean, this Raw, we haven't mm-hmm. seen SmackDown yet. But mm. this Extreme Rules pay-per-view, we complimented it all last week. And, oh, my God, Christina's hopping through in a bikini. Um <laughs> There's a lot happening over here, folks. There's a lot happening. Extre- I think she it's had some of the extreme. viral reds. Yeah, yeah, she definitely had the fucking snake oil. She just came from clown class. All right, so you, mm. do the clowns know to close the door? <laughs> Thank you. The door's back open. Anyway, we, <laughs> we kind of had this card already laid out, you know? Mm. I don't think anything changed, you know? This card no. has been locked in for two weeks, which is re- which was my first thought because I was like, "What did they add this week?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing." Right? We pause for two seconds. Yeah, you have to have some kind of disconnection interference going on. Are you touching? Like, is that is that thing anywhere near you? The Wait. iPad or something? Just sure. unplug it. it. How's it now? I mean, it, just now you. Can, I'm not sure, but it's it like keeps coming up. So I know it's going to sound like crazy, but it's fine. Just unplug wait, it. We had a tech. Wait, there's, everything's unplugged. No. How's it now? Still I was I'm still up? hearing it. Yeah, it's still coming in weird. Is it a buzz? Yeah, it's like a crackling every once in a while. We're just working Great. through this. We're gonna we're gonna work through this. I don't hear it all on my end, but I can yeah, swap a couple. Co- I can swap a couple chords, people. How about I think that? Better now. That's better. How's that? Yeah. I just tightened one of the connections, so my, my okay. Be- good. That's it. All right, sweet. Thanks, guys. Anyway, this is extreme. Uh, those okay. are some of the extreme, extreme rules. Extreme chords. What I'm saying is, though, there's nope, nothing that. been added. So you can just tell me it's fucked up again. It's fine. There, there's nothing. Uh, there's there's nothing added to the card since last week. Yeah. All they did was build the story that they've already laid out for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it fucking up? No, you're what good. Did you drink a light? Pedialyte? Yeah, I get some electrolytes in usually every day. What's going on with you? You drunk? No, nah, I just like to stay hydrated. <laughs> bro, I went back. To I'm the extreme, gym. bro. Side. I saw you. I went back to the gym today. Holy shit. I've that. been in the gym because of my sickness. I haven't been able to go. Mm. Holy shit, man. Woo. If you if you if you take a second off, it's one of them unfair. I heard Bill Burr one time say like. It's like. Like the takes you like three months to like lose five pounds or whatever, and then it takes yeah. like three days to put it back on. You know, <laughs> you know. Is that where the bit where he's like talking about like shoving like lettuce into your mouth? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, he's amazing. He's coming to Austin soon. But like, God, like I I was out of the gym for a little bit, laid out with sickness, and you go back in, and your body's just like, nope, you're weak, you're weak mm-hmm. now, complete mm-hmm. horseshit. And all I do when I have that is think about like how I I'm how do wrestlers stay in shape with the schedules they have? How? Because that's all they do when they're traveling. They just go work out, wrestle, go yeah, that's work what out. Say. They're like, oh, that's all they do. That's all they do, bro. There's times you're doing truly nothing, right? And you still yeah. can't like motivate to go to the gym. I mean, I I have a gym like. 200 yards across the way from me. I haven't stepped foot in it once. I've been here for a year and a half. I mean, <laughs> it's exactly what I'm saying. It's the, you know what I mean? Like it's, 
<laughs> not to mention their bodies are fucking beat up from wrestling. And then here's where my brain goes. So my brain goes there, right? I go, wow, I can't believe they're staying in shape. And then my brain goes the next place, which is to like the Kevin Owens types. Hmm. Do you, could you also have the balls to be like, yo, I'm going to be like a top WWE star, but just be fat and not at all take care of myself? Because, no, I don't think. And, and then, like Kevin Owens. What kind of workout regimen do you think Kevin Owens has got going on? I, I, would, I bet Kevin Owens, his only thing he does is stretch. I would bet I would money that Kevin I, Owens only stretches. I would say cardio. He definitely does cardio. You know, some kind of cardio because you got to keep. There's no. You have to keep up that stamina. Well, I mean, unless you think Kevin Owens is talking to his worker. Kevin Owens on his fitness. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not even shaming him. I'm like he. He's. It's crazy that he's clearly an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's a prize fighter. No one. Anyway, yeah. I'm reading so much stuff. It, most of the stuff I'm seeing is hilarious. It's like Reddit threads of people being like, how is Kevin Owens so fat but still so good? Like, it's exactly me. It's like if I wrote on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wow. c- cannot get a nut. What? What do you got? All right. <laughs> He was on. Was he in this men's fitness? This post is from seven years ago. <laughs> okay. The last time he worked out. This is a guy on. Bro, this is hilarious. This is. This is from Reddit. This is a guy on Reddit whose handle is Straight Edge Super. Okay. And his name is my BFF Kofi. Okay. It says, "I think." <laughs> I think you're severely overestimating how much time Wyatt and Owens spend in the gym. Owens himself said on a podcast that he never really lifted weights at all until a couple of years ago. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he stays strong. You have to, you have to, in order to, like, I mean, he's lifting up like 250 pound guys sometimes. You can't just, it's not just natural strength. Like, you know? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Anyway, why does Kevin Owens? Oh, my God. This is going through it. I'm loving this. Why does Kevin Owens, someone wrote, why does WWE Kevin Owens have such a big belly? How does he do stunts such as a frog splash with without his belly rupturing? <laughs> That's the name of the thread. <laughs> this is the name of the whole thing. It's about his belly rupturing. Get off of Reddit. I, I mean, we're taking a Reddit detour here. Get off of that stupid site. <laughs> bro. Oh, man, this is fucking hilarious. All right, all right, all right, sorry. People are so funny. All right. Anyway, um, anyway, my body was fucking hurting, man. Hurting. Yeah. Then the next thing I think about is guy, the guys who are going to come back, Kevin Owens and Randy Orton, when, uh, and, uh, Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton, when those guys come back, well, I heard a, I heard there was a bad update about Randy Orton. Like his back is like way worse than than they thought. No, like, really? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. All right. Wow, three days ago, people within WB are reportedly worried about the health of Randy Orton. He's been out of action since May. The severity of his back is causing a lot of concern. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! 
All right. Jordan has been. Oh, God, these articles bury it all. Anyway, cool. So this card's dope. So they keep building the stories. Like, had Cormier get involved this week when they were doing the fight pitch segment. The fight pitch segment, which uh, yep. clearly was pre-taped. But actually, Cormier was pretty good in that, I thought. Yeah, well, he's right? a professional. I mean, he's a he's a MMA announcer. He's, he's cut promos before. I mean, he literally had Bro- Brock Lesnar step into the octagon and face him face-to-face. Like, he's a big wrestling fan. He, he uh, Oh, I also heard an update that Seth Rollins was the one who reached out and told him to get involved in it. It was oh, Seth's idea. That. Yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, I'm pumped for that match. This is truly a card where I care about every single yep. match uh, more than oh, I mean the women's ma- the women's matches Bailey versus Bianca in the first ever which doesn't that sound crazy first ever uh women's title ma- uh, ladder match in WWE history uh it seems crazy because they did them in NXT like Bailey notoriously had the uh match with Sasha in NXT in Barclay Right, but first time ever in a WWE pay-per-view, I believe, or at least in WWE. That's actually nuts. That almost feels like not true, but maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they said it in the in the in the pay-per-view, so that's dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, gonna be interesting. What do you think they go with Ronda Liv? Um, it's a great question, right? Because like, I mean, I think Liv is going anywhere. Do you? They always I like don't think so Ronda either. Ronda. I think Ronda's kind of here to stay. You know. I mean, if anything, this match is in. I uh, also heard uh, Andre, uh, Andre, Andre the Andrade, uh, Andre the <laughs> the Giant, uh, said in like something that she's taking care of like personal issues or something. So I might. I don't want to speculate, but maybe she's pregnant. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, they did just get married. That would make a lot of sense. Right. I don't want to speculate. I'm not speculating. I'm just saying that's a possibility. It's a very easy possibility. Uh, But I also think she might just be taking time off. And honestly, she could take it right now because the longer she waits to come back and the more unexpected it is when she returns, the better it is for WWE because she's arguably one of the greatest professional wrestlers (laughs) in general, but women's wrestlers for sure. So, I mean, Getting her into the mix of what's going on over there. I mean, this that that contract signing was might have been one of the best contract signings I've seen in a while. The, it was like, awesome. Bailey Bianca one. Oh yeah, it, it was, was great. B- Bailey's kind of growing on me. Um, mm-hmm. She's kind of growing on me. I think she cut down the like. She was doing like a little bit of like an annoying thing, and she kind of just she's got more control over it. She has more damage control. Damage over control, it. <laughs> folks. And uh, uh, and there it is. I think we figured it out. She's yeah. got control over her damage. She has more damage control. The, she's po- hit, the she's ponytail hit. thing, like yeah, it was good. That was cool. Um, I think Bianca will retain in that match, but I do think that that is going to be a fucking great match. Uh, but Liv Ronda. So what do you think you do there? Because it's like this is extreme rules match, right? So there's no way of. Uh, this, this, oh, I think this is it. I think if you look at it, this is this makes this gives Liv more of an advantage. Like you would think it wouldn't. Like oh, right. Ronda and weapons. Even though I think she called herself the most dangerous woman on the planet without a weapon. I think that's what she said. Yeah, or something along those lines. Most dangerous unarmed woman on the planet. I think that's what she called herself. 
Um, honestly, the best thing that ever happened to Ronda was Triple H right now because I think he's like using her kind of smart, like you know, not having her say too many things. Whatever she says is direct and to the point. She beats the shit out of anybody that gets in her way, including security guards. That to the point where they're like threatened that they think that she's gonna like do something terrible. They used her getting suspended and and fined and her not giving a fuck. Uh, they're making her into I. Gonna sound crazy, but they're turning her into the the woman version of Brock. That's what she's becoming in WWE. And honestly, not the worst thing. Not. No, no, I think I think it's a good spot for her. She could also they could figure out a way to have Liv beat her here. You're right, because it's Extreme Rules match. So yeah. she could just she could like chain her, you know, handcuff her or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good it's a it's a sweet way for her to live to eke out and, a win. And and I, I think right think, now how I think, far do we think Liv goes with this title? I mean, we think Liv's going to Mania. I don't think Mania. No. I don't think so. Survivor I got a funny I have a very funny feeling that the war games match is going to be like four V four. And it's going to be the women's tag title, the raw title and the SmackDown title all involved. And that match will be for like all the titles, which would be fucking insane. You know, like damage control versus Bianca live. Right. You know, and a tag team to be named later. Sasha and Naomi. You, you, you think at uh, we we head towards a Dom? When do we get the Dom Ray one on one? That's got to be WrestleMania, right? Do you think we can get that far? I don't yeah. think so. Oh yeah, I think, I think we get. I, that. I think we get that far. Uh, hundred yeah, percent. I think my personal opinion is I think the first face off, face face off, face off should happen at Survivor Series in like a. Uh, Judgment Day versus like AJ uh, Edge. Who's the other one they're beefing with? I don't, uh, who else are they beefing with? It's Edge, AJ. I don't know. Riddle's in there too. Whoever. But um, who's oh, in the? Uh, yeah, and, and Ray and Ray and Ray. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about Ray. And then the final two standing for each side is Ray versus Dominic. You know. Right, and I think that match will probably be like a hair versus mass match, and I think Dom, like that's Ray's last match. I think that's the best way to go out, man. You know? Yeah. If you're gonna lose on your last match, lose to your son at WrestleMania and fucking have him take over the mask. You know? These dudes, they don't. They. they I was just thinking about like they, these guys. They don't retire, and they also don't like look so bad either you know like edge and ray i was looking at all these guys they're all all these so many wrestlers why did ray go back to the the the, why did ray go back to the undie uh like uh tights you know the ones that like look like he's wearing underwear over his pants he like got away from those for a while and like put those back i don't know sometimes he goes to those and then sometimes he goes to the he likes to wear the uh real loose the real loose leather leatherette pants you know yeah with a UFO, like the Hardys. He hasn't worn those in a while, too. Yo, Jankos. 25 years of DX. We were just talking about that. Dude, That I was like, what? Didn't we just have? And I'm like, no, that was Raw 25th anniversary featuring DX, right? Yeah, and then we also had, uh, I think, DX Hall of Fame. The DX Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... 
Oh, it's man. the rehiring party of uh, Road Dog. Yeah, Road Dog back and uh, Sean back on uh, and Xbox and Sean Waltman. Should be fun. Um, let's go talk about what's going on in AW. Like, so the, uh, Sammy Guevara and Andrade, you're saying, get into a, a fight backstage. Do, and then yeah. Andrade was pulled from the Rampage card this week, right? Yep. So we have any idea what's going on there? So it started off as Sammy initiating it, but now more people are saying that uh, Andrade was it. And But it's funny part is like Andrade like literally tweeted that what he was going to do, like he said something about like approaching him backstage and like they did nothing to prevent it. It's like crazy. It's like my, my one of my funny points is like Jericho comes out and says this is his locker room. He's the locker room leader. They do that whole powwow with Daniel Bryan and Moxley and, and Jericho and Jericho comes out and cuts that promo. And then homeboys fucking got double elbows, hands of the chin, smiling on top of Sammy Guevara in the middle of the ring after he causes another riffraff with another wrestler. And it's just like, or even if he doesn't cause it, he's involved in it, man. It's just, it's just weird. I mean, look at that match. Homeboy did a, uh, what was it? A sunset flip or something. Yeah. A swanton bomb, and he, the crowd didn't even say anything. They're chanting, fuck you, Sammy. Like, they're booing them like, like crazy. I mean, the heat's good, but it's they're, it's legit, like, it's less kayfabe heat, and it's more, like, actual heat. People are like, that shit broke right before Dynamite, you know, like, or all day of kind of, like, Dynamite right before it, like, two hours before. So, like, Everybody's getting, you know, wrestling fans, you're in the in the fucking about to watch and you're seeing on Twitter, seeing what's going on. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, Andrade and Sammy, blah, 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 blah. Andrade sent home and then they cut to the promo and the homeboys cut in a promo on the big screen backstage. Right. It's just like, you know, you like, you know, Jericho's the locker room leader until possibly something jeopardizes his main event. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Sammy's staying. I'm in, he's in the main Sammy, event with me. But they're saying that Sammy didn't fight back. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, that, like Andrade, like, was, you know, Sammy, like, it was a very one sided fight. But they were warned about fighting earlier. I mean, dude, at this point, I'm just saying, the backstage there is so hostile. Holy shit, man. I mean, it's cra- It makes you realize why Vince was the fucking way he was. You know, obviously not a. You know what I mean. Yeah. But here's the weird thing I'm also reading that. Most likely, CM Punk has been balled out of his contract, you know, and we're not going to see CM Punk again. This is what I'm reading. Just like, Did you see that? I mean, I don't know what I... CM Punk balled out of his contract. Like, they said that they'll still have the rights to his merch for two years or something, you know? Yeah. And, but, like, you know, he's going to get paid. Like, he gets paid, and but they're, like, getting rid of him. Like, man, that's fucking crazy. He's, you know? he's on the cover of the new like video game, like dead center, like right in the middle. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, I would kill to hear what these conversations were that you cannot figure a way to work that whole thing out. Cause like, think about it. Now it's like a month later. Is anybody like give a shit what he said during the scrum anymore, except for those egomaniacs, like, you know, the bucks and whatever, you know? We're all just like, I, let's see that what's best for wrestling. Because right now in AEW, you see Hangman, Mox. Mox is a very ineffective champion in AEW right now because 
it's not his fault per se. It's just like it, it, we knew it wasn't the plan. You know, we're kind of like mm. it doesn't feel like it's really his turn. You know, and then he's mm. wrestling Hangman, who's clearly not in the mix at all. You know, mm. and then they have shoehorned in MJF, who clearly had a whole other plan. You know, and look, it happens because again, I was saying about the human capital element, but it does hurt the show when you're like the top of the card is not properly built you know interim interim every champion's a fucking interim you know it's oh like, i'm serious tony storm they're like women's interim champion you know yeah and like they did nothing to i mean other than jamie hit that first of all that actual match was really good it was probably one of the best women's matches that's and it wasn't in a weird it was spot. A, it was in like a the six man tag, six woman tag. Yeah, um, uh, it was great, great match. It got about like ten minutes. Uh, but like, I mean, I guess Soraya is is actually after Britt Baker says she's not wrestling. I guess is actually going to wrestle. So we'll get Britt and Soraya, which pushes right. things in. But like, clearly, this match was made to. I gotta think that um, Thunder Rose is probably coming back very very soon because it just seems like they've just literally been stalling like to build a storyline for the women's title because they want it to be about tony and thunder rosa which is fine but in the meantime you need to start building up other women to be the one that's next in line which i mean jamie hater so massively over right now with the crowd and would love to see her versus tony storm would be just be insane that's why I thought Tony was going to get the pin there, but she didn't. Willow did, and then she challenges the TBS champion, which Willow Beach Jade? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I haven't seen Jade. So, you know, I mean. That's that's my biggest gripe. Like, she, right. was on, she only cuts promos backstage. They never bring her out to the ring for uh, Dynamite. Like, it's, I mean, I don't understand. Why wouldn't you use her as a, a way to push? If she's your TBS champion, she should cut promos on TBS then, and then yeah. re- and if Rampage is her show, then she wrestles on Rampage. But you have to have her in front of the audience, building actual like promos and storylines. It can't all be backstage. It just doesn't. I, I I mean, I got a question for you. Do you think that the like this whole the whole uh, Jericho um, appreciation sports en- sports entertainer gimmick works? I, I don't I, I don't I'm done like, I think I think it doesn't work at all and I think that's because in within the context of AEW he's um he's not, well, let's just say let's blame it on him per se because I think it might be the way it goes like he's not doing anything to be really a sports entertainer right <laughs> am I wrong like so if the gimmick of being a sports entertainer is that like kind of wrestling doesn't really matter it's more about like right well, how would you describe it it's more about getting over and eking out wins and not being a wrestler, you know? Yeah. And now he's yeah. going on he's going on this ROH run, which is cool because he's like trying to take out the 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 legacy of ROH. I kinda dig that, but you'd be doing that through sports entertainment, right? Which would be like winning what what they're not he's not like if this is true, what else is true? He's not playing the game of sports entertainer really at all. It's like a new more of a catchphrase. Ver- it's like yeah, and it's like I guess that's kind of like what he was doing when he had his like new Japan run, right? Similar kind of thing too, where he like 
became the champion, but like, well, this New Japan run yeah. was the painmaker thing, right? So I mean, yeah, the painmaker stuff. But like, I felt like when he was like winning the titles. I mean, I'm probably wrong here because I don't really remember it too much. But I felt like his whole thing was that like, you know, like fuck New Japan, like I'm the goat. I should be the champion, and like this doesn't even like really, you know, like he didn't really respect the the championships like right. the prestige that they have in Japan. Right. And so I guess he's kind of doing that version of this year. I'm just, I have Jericho fatigue. I have very, like, I think, I think yeah. now, especially with Kenny and the box, not being around, I feel like Jericho just went, Whoop, okay, it's me now. Like everything revolves around me. He opened the show last week. He fucking AEW, main evented this week. Kind of he's undeniably main- rough spot right now at AEW. Because the exciting shit was that Kenny was back, that CM Punk was back, that MJF was back. And MJF being back hinged on those two mm-hmm. uh, very strongly. You know, he's the master heel. He needed those big babies, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the interesting the interesting stuff, a lot of it revolved around CM Punk. You know, that just mm-hmm. is the fucking truth. So that's mm-hmm. why I just keep going like, wow, they're going to get rid of him. You know, it's it's a it's a fucking mistake. I obviously can't speak for what an ass he is to deal with and what like Tony Khan might just be backed against the wall here where it's like, yo, this guy's completely unworkable. But dude, well, it's it's, it it's wild. It's wild, too, because now more than ever with with like Punk not being there, Kenny not being there, MJF just like is like on an island by himself like he's on the island of relevancy by himself like i don't think anybody's like mox is the fucking man but like the guy doing the best work like especially television is far 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 away like like far and above uh mjf like it's not even wrestling like wheeler yuda is like silly like not that they that's not that that's not a match that we can't see well, like that's fine like but mjf should be in wwe he should be working with those guys that's just at this point that is just is yeah what it is i mean like i don't know what i mean i think an mjf mox match would be good but i'm starting to feel MJF's like mjf's gimmick is essentially sports entertainer i i i think at this point too i'd almost rather see I don't know who, what match I think would I would want more MJF versus Mox or MJF versus Hangman because I feel like Hangman and MJF could tell a better story, but like I feel like the match between Mox and MJF would go in a direction that would like Mox would get the best out of them kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I was I watch MJF wrestle and he, and he's very like like he his his in-ring wrestling isn't superior i would say he does enough to get it and plus he does the heel stuff and he knows how to work the crowd better yeah. than anybody else in the in the fucking in, in the company he's very so athletic like, but he, he's not he's, he's not he's not wrestling he's, like uh he's not he's not going like crazy indie style one jacked out of his fucking mind right now Looking i mean he's been in that fucking that fucking he's like, been in my mom's lifetime gym. fit lifetime fucking fitness or whatever it's called like non-stop and two, Equinox or Lifetime? I cannot disclose that. That's okay. private information. You probably said it about a thousand times. I can't times, have anybody but... working out with uh, my parents. <laughs> and then and, and MJF. Um, and MJF. And two, 
love the all black gear. I mean, talk about a guy that gets it. I mean, oh, all yeah. black on black is just fucking gorgeous for him. And he's playing this devil. Uh, you know, I love it, man. I really do. I honestly, I really do. But like, there is no denying that this is Tony's show. And it's, he's obviously putting a strong push because he's trying to get the ROH. But it is it like there are so many wrestlers getting put on the back burner right now in that company that should be being pushed in front. I mean, Miro, like was doing a whole thing. I mean, the stories are getting derailed left and right. We had Hassel Black doing stuff now. All that's like all over the place. I Hassel mean, it's Black's just like... absence has been very interesting. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it was ever in the forefront anyway, so... No, uh, but it was definitely... But like even... A segment. But then like Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal? I mean, I, I'd rather fart in a can and 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 smell it for fucking three days straight One thing than watch this podcast Jay Lethal. No love for Jay Lethal. I, like Between you, Newman. I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. It's just I, I have no uh, love for ROH. The way ROH is folded, and we're still and we're still AW. doing because first still off, doing, if you want to fold it in, it shouldn't have more than one segment, right? Yeah, because it, it should be like, oh, here's the ROH segment, right? That's how I would do it. It'd be like you know, it's like, and it would have different logos. It would look a little different. You'd be like, here's the ROH segment, but the way ROH is, it's just it's kind of like a saddle, a company that just takes over the AEW programming, it's very odd. It's very, okay. very fucking odd. The let's, whole thing can is, we, is odd. Can we go to what WWE? Happened to stuff like, what happened to stuff like Britt Baker would have, like, the dentist, like, shop? Remember? It's gone. They workshop that on, like, uh... Just like a shitty backstage segment about Soraya yeah. being cleared. Yeah. You know? Uh, can we go back to WWE? Of course. Yo, Sami Zayn that, backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn, Zayn backstage. backstage. Was shooting the shit with the Usos, and Solo was not having it. Having it. No, well, oh, J- no. Jay wasn't having it. Jimmy's yeah. fucking dying. He goes, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it the Tuesday. <laughs> and she goes, my dog. <laughs> Where's my dog? She goes, he goes, my dog, I'm right here. <laughs> now, yeah. he's got to be a trained improv Right? Do we know that about Sammy or no? Like, I feel like he's a trained. I think that I was watching Caleb Braxton in on Instagram talking about how Sammy Zayn is one of the most like prepared comedically guys. Like, he's always running through like what you know his 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 goofs and stuff. I know Sammy Zayn. You know, he's Canadian. I I I I believe he's has some training. I don't know. Miz is the only guy I know who's actively taking improv and stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean. Sammy's incredible, and he he gets like he got solo to kind of crack there. Jay comes in. I mean, what they're doing with the bloodline stuff is just so awesome. I'm like so into it. And then uh, what was the other thing I was thinking of that was great? Oh, Chad Gable doing a German suplex on fucking Braun Strowman. Like, yeah. And it made me think back in the day, cash-ins. I remember I was watching live. I yeah. used to watch wrestling live at cash-in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I remember the holy motherfucking shit sound drop was was happened live when uh who wait uh oh yeah Brock German suplex Braun and Braun popped up immediately and that got me to yell holy motherfucking shit that was the holy only other shit. time that was the only other time Braun Sturman's been uh German suplex and let me tell you Chad Gable is fucking I was gonna give him this shit. thing. He's he is like the Dolph. He's gonna be like the Dolph Ziggler of this 
era of, of wrestling. Of his class. Of his class. And I honestly think that's a really I think that's a really good compliment. He probably yeah. will win a world title one day. He'll yeah. get a bunch of mid-card stuff, but he'll always come out there. He'll always put on a performance in the ring, whether it's a, like a grappling fucking performance or just straight sick pro wrestling. He's insanely talented. He's gotten Otis in a zone better than he has. Now they're even involved with theory, so they're getting pushed to like the forefront. And I think that has every, well, not everything because theory has been pretty on fire, but I think that has a lot to do with Gable and how, just how fucking good he is on television. A lot of great stuff. He grinded through that Vince era. They called him Shorty G. Okay, bro? Shorty fucking G. Okay? That's insane. Vince tried to end I, him. Something okay? I want to tell you about Shorty G, but I'm not going to. I'll tell you off air. But, okay. Um, wow. And it kind of ties into something we were talking about earlier. But, um, yeah. So, Chad Gable, an incredible wrestling talent, mm -hmm. you know, and seemingly has the charisma to be great also. Mm -hmm. So... To me, it's a little confusing when a dude like him just kind of stalls out. But I get it. He's not huge. I think Dolph is a pretty good comparison for him. And because you're definitely seeing that the company, while they don't see him as like a big star for them, they're giving him the big matches and they're giving him time. You know? Mm -hmm. that You know, uh, so... He, and he's getting dudes over. Fucking like, you know, Amber Alert. Over. Oh, yeah. That's Ooh, for you. Right? We don't live in the same place. Amber Alert. So I totally agree. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he, Chad Gable is fucking great. He's fucking great. You know? Uh, Jason Jordan. I mean, Jesus. I guess. He, who knows with him, right? Now, Soraya can wrestle again. Edge can wrestle again. Well, yeah, I think he. I know he's. Uh, from what I've heard, last uh, recently, actually, he's back. He's backstage doing production stuff. So I saw him backstage when I was backstage at WWE. He was there, like with a headset on. He clearly was a producer or whatever. But he was fucking good, man. You read that Elias is growing his beard out. Yeah. Vince's <laughs> uh, okay. career, he went out on Ezekiel pretty much. Let me tell you, some of that shit was fucking funny as fuck, man. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was, was, was great with that shit. Yeah, that stuff was really fun. Um, what do you think of the Seth Matt promo? Uh, promo off where, you know, and dicey. I like look. If Matt, he must be comfortable with them being like, "Yo, you can't see your kids," right? That shit. I mean, it's not too far for me. Yeah, I'm fine. No, with Seth. It. I mean, he. They obviously talked about it but yo kudos to riddle man but Loved. riddle's comeback was pretty slick. slick obviously i have a slight beef with like being like yo your wife made evented and you didn't because there's inherent misogyny there that's kind of un you know right. but also You're at the right. same time we <laughs> seth is on record as saying like when he was the first match of the night and she made evented like he did feel like something like you know yeah. i think he had some in some interview which is like it's not you know i didn't main event like, you know, yeah. I was like, I, I, I didn't make an event. Like, it, it just is what it is, you know. Uh, but all the digs on Seth were fucking great. Being like him being like, yo, you're fucking losing like crazy. You know, you have never main evented a WrestleMania. 
you know. But Roman, everybody around you, you're always number two. That was that all was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and these guys are like doing a pretty fucking good job of. You feel like they might hate each other, even though they clearly don't. You know. Yeah. Well, and especially since, rare since yeah, since it's being brought into like the fight pit, it's like, all right, there's only one way to fucking settle this. You guys obviously aren't gonna stop attacking right. each other, so this is the be all end all and. Let's do it. I mean, I think Cormier is going to fucking kill it, man. I think he's going to be a, just a blast to watch in there. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I, and, Murphy, and all the wait, also oh. gone, right? From AEW? No, I think he just also took a break, too. There's uh, oh. they, they both pretty much have said that. I was going to say, just throw him but, in judgment day. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, uh, all the white rabbit clues are leading to a uh, return at <laughs> faction are leading to a return at extreme rules. So what, how, let me ask you this, Dan black, what, in what capacity yeah. do they bring Bray back? Like, where does he fit in, in extreme rules? Immediate, like no bloodline there. So let's talk about who's there. Right. So it's Seth, He's got beef with, right? No, well, uh, Seth I mean, was saying a bunch of shit about, you know, Seth was saying how he, he, you know, wants to kind of rectify that feud he had with Bray, right? So, kind of, I thought that feud wasn't that bad, actually. People went really hard on that one match because it was shittily written, and and they deserved it. But what I don't know, they had a good feud, and when Bray won the title off of Seth in Saudi, that was fucking awesome. And we, and we don't yeah. even know what, yeah, and we don't Remember even know what we're gonna see and what version this the entire is. ramp was lit. Oh, yeah, everything was. Yeah, sick. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, mean, I think we see. I think he does some version of the fiend again, though. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Like, I honestly think it's know. like a combo. You know, like I. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna drop all of it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you, and then you think about like, all right, right. So, Bray's always been in this company for how long? And he's always had his long term creative and how he always seen it, how he planned on it to all work out every time. And every single time, Vince derailed that. You know, right? Yeah. So, like, you could just take every example I mean, from Tampa everything in the Mania match sucked, remember? And then, like, the uh, Alexa, the, like, just, like, was bleeding. It was like, what the hell was that? Derailed, derailed the whole thing, right? So, um, now there's literally a writer in place who's friends with him who believes in long-term creative and uh, a, 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 a director of creative, which in Triple H, who also believes in very long-term storytelling that – I think this is going to just be an absolute fucking massive thing for WWE. Like, huge. I think this is going to get yeah, all eyes on WWE. To, like, like all eyes. For Bray for a sec. We got to take a step back for Bray, though. Which is, like, well, well, yeah, I mean, the, the probably the idea is to build Bray into some kind of, like, movie star, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but here's the thing with Bray. Vince did not really do that bad by, by Bray. Like, he had some very key fuck-ups, very right. big ones. That's what I'm saying. Derailed him. Like So, right. like, the train and, was fucking mainly going mania. along. Those are mainly mania-based, right? True. And, and those are mainly those two mania matches, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he gave The Fiend the run, a title run, you know? 
Mm-hmm. He did have the fiend lose to Goldberg. Remember? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I just remembered that. And he did have the fiend go into a microwave. No, that was fucking sick. The fiend lighting lit on, on fire, fire by Seth was so Randy. good. Randy, Randy, by Randy, that was so good. That was so good. That was the best thing to ever happen during COVID. That you think the, yeah. that was the best use of the Thunderdome ever? You know, it's just like clearly pre-edited. I think clearly tell it wasn't him. <laughs> that was so fucking good. Yeah, no shit. They it lit a fucking dummy up, on fire, not a human. That was when Randy straight up murdered. <laughs> he lit him on fire. That was so fucking great. You know, unbelievable. Dude. God, that was fucking awesome. That, Seth murdered him. What too. was that? The Inferno match? What was it called? The the Firefly Inferno or something? <laughs> See, but so what I'm saying is that for all of WB's, for I'm saying I think people discredit that like WB did a lot of very cool shit with Bray. The thing is, what Vince never did is he never went all in on Bray. You know, I would say that he went. He always got maybe like 75% there until it got to the point where he's like, all right, nah, I'm taking back control of this. But he was, you know, cause, he, but never made sense because he was always selling a shit ton of merch. You know, people yeah. we know were buying $700 replica belts. Wait, I think like five grand replica belts, right? I don't think everybody ever bought the the real one. I think we tried to convince Skylar. We Aston saw to buy somebody it. said somebody showed us a receipt for buying the one that was like $2,000. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm telling you, someone we know posted the receipt for that. You know, someone we know. Well, that being said, that that title was one of my biggest disappointments of the of the fiend character. Did you ever get like, the fanny pack? I, I don't know. I have to look through all my shit. <laughs> but I'm excited to have Bray back, and it, it's almost like God with Bray back. Whew. WWE's in a really nice, really nice spot. But this sounds crazy. But the thing I do want to see is I do want to see something to do with carrying across and Bray, which is kind of crazy to say, you know. But that could be really interesting. See what they do there. Judgment Day feels ripe to just be completely demolished by Bray. Like he can engulf them, you know. Uh. Uh, man. I don't think I don't think they're gonna do that. I think that probably would be too lame. But uh, I don't know. I think that whatever Bray does, I think my guess is that we're not gonna watch it on Saturday or Sunday or whatever and go like, "Oh, awesome! They 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 nailed that." You're gonna be more like, "Cool, let's see where they go with this." You know what I mean? Because I think, yeah. and that's probably if I was like consulting on that, I'd probably be like, "Don't expect to like wow people with this." Mm-hmm question marks in their heads you know yeah i mean that's that's all this has been like this whole entire time has been question marks so So it should be fucking good a lot of cool stuff i I mean it's exciting so tula what's your deal saturday you want you want to watch by the way saturday my movie cursed friends you can watch me on comedy central oh shit Uh, i gotta record that i'm in a movie on uh comedy central this saturday that's amazing i it's literally thursday and i have not promoted this at all um and uh that's because i'm an idiot uh, but yeah, I, I have, yeah. uh, I have worked this weekend, so, uh, oh, you can't, um, you can't I, be watching. 
I'm not going to be watching. And honestly, I really don't want to get spoiled. So, but I never end up doing that because I always end up just randomly opening up Instagram and then boom, it's like yeah. the first thing in my fucking face. And I'm like, fuck. And then once I get spoiled on one, maybe two things, I'm just like, fuck it. Just give it to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to watch. I got to watch my movie first. And then... Oh, watch fucking Extreme Rules Live. DVR your movie. Come on. Wow. This is how you respect my career. Zero percent. I mean, if there's anybody that fucking. Comedy Central. Yeah. Curse Friends. Check me out. Me, Nicole Byer, Nicole Richie. Harvey Gillen. Gillen. Um, who else is in it? Joey Fatone. Oh, Will Arnett. People. I saw a commercial for it the other day. It was like everybody's in that movie. Yeah. A lot of Rob people. Rob Riggle. Movie, yeah. Including me on Comedy Central. Check it out. It's, I read the script. The script's really funny. And uh, and it's like spooky and scary. So check it out. I um, There were a couple questions, but I think we kind of answered them. Uh, Philip Hollingsworth right. said, how can AEW course correct and become exciting again? And I think we said a lot of that stuff of what we think should happen, right? Yeah. They they also just need time here because they need to they need to yeah. heal from all they the just gotta, going They got to fucking uh, just while everything needs to slow down, Tony Khan has got his fucking foot like the pedal is to the ground and he's yeah. trying to go 100 miles per hour when he should be yielding. And looking both ways, you know, like just yeah. take a second and just chill, dude. This doesn't just because things are scattered doesn't mean you have to do all this shit. Like just chill out, take a deep breath, let things settle yeah. down a little bit, get back into booking. People aren't going to leave. You're still going to get, we all know you get a million viewers and ratings. Like we all know this shit. So, and then the other question was uh Sam McGuire backstage poison question mark. Does AEW have a locker vet? Like, how do I, I that don't really put him. I mean, like, I mean, Jericho said he was that guy, and obviously, people clearly, clearly ain't, isn't, so. people clearly ain't the they, they clearly ain't scared of the consequences. You know, they're trying to get out of their contracts and shit. That's why they're acting or whatever, that. or they you just know? think they could do whatever they want and they think they're hot yeah. shit. But whatever. But uh, other than that, Friday is the the season premiere of SmackDown. We have new announced teams. Okay, Wade Booker T's on NXT. Wade Barrett. <laughs> Wade Barrett's on SmackDown. Yo, if if what's his name comes back, Pat McAfee comes back and it's Barrett, McAfee and Cole, I think that would be a kind of a dope dynamic. But I have a funny feeling that Barrett, what's his deal? Is he still can he still wrestle? Uh, Well, I just spoke to his doctor and I'm afraid I've got some bad news. (laughs) You are not the father. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think he can wrestle. Uh, yeah, but other than that, man, it's fucking. All right, I gotta eat. I'm so fucking hungry. Battle of the Belts Friday, at eleven o'clock Eastern time. So see you there. Sweet. Uh, Patreon.com/slash means wrestling. Everybody, well, it's uh, well, it's House of the Dragon. Everybody. Bye. Well, bye. yeah, Sunday probably. Bye. Maybe Monday. See you okay. later. All right. Bye. Everybody. Keep watching wrestling. Okay. Bye. I'm not gonna say eat my ass. <laughs>